Hello and welcome to the Eggman Podcast. Today I'm going to try something new. I'm going to try to incorporate a weekly news brief um, called the Eggman News Brief. Very creative name, I know. But these segments are going to be a little bit more formal. I've actually typed up some sort of script. So without further ado, let's give it a try. Here's a look at the top stories that matter to me this week. Security stepped up across America this weekend after what officials call a credible but unconfirmed report that terrorists may be planning an attack on U.S. soil. Tomorrow will mark the 10th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. Afghanistan's Taliban movement issued a statement accusing the West of using 9-11 as a pretext for a war on Muslims. It threatened to send America to, quote, the dustbin of history. According to senior U.S. official, intercepted communications suggest the possibility of a terror attack on New York or Washington. Three people supposed to be involved in this possible effort at an attack, two of them American citizens, both of Arab descent. They are believed to have entered the country last week, having begun their travels in the Afghan-Pakistan region. They apparently have common names, common Arabic names, which makes it difficult to track them down. A third individual believed to have been traveling in Europe recently is unknown whether that individual actually has entered the United States. But the alert, again, has been for the possibility of a vehicle bomb, which is why in New York City the police have checkpoints all over the city. They've been checking vehicles, particularly large vehicles and rental vehicles. They've been checking them with extreme caution. Opposition forces in Libya have launched an assault on one of the Muammar Gaddafi's last strongholds, Bani Walid, southeast of Tripoli, but they have met stiff resistance and some of them have actually pulled back. The fighting broke out after a deadline for the town to surrender passed without a deal. Opposition leaders believe key members of Gaddafi's regime, including two of his sons, may be hiding in this area. And tensions in Cairo, Egypt, have settled down a day after protesters attacked the Israeli embassy. At least three people were killed and hundreds more were hurt in clashes between the protesters and security forces. Tensions between Egypt and Israel have been building since last month when Israeli forces killed five Egyptian police officers along the Israeli-Egyptian border. And authorities are searching for 14,000 rounds of ammunition missing from Fort Bragg military base in North Carolina. The small arms ammo is used in M4 and M16 assault rifles. An investigation is currently underway. A hacking group known as the Script Kitties is claiming responsibility for posting a false and frightening message on NBC's Twitter account. The fake message reported a new attack on Ground Zero in New York. NBC says it's working with Twitter to make sure this situation does not happen again. After a couple weather delays, NASA finally got its moon research mission off the ground this morning. The effort will study how the moon was formed. It will explore the structure of the lunar interior from crust to core to advance the understanding of the thermal evolution of the moon. Once in orbit, the orbiter's speed will increase where they will pass over formations on the moon's surface, allowing scientists to measure those formations based on the distance between the two spacecraft. Trying to understand how the moon formed and how it evolved over its history is one of the things we're trying to address with the GRAIL mission, says Maria Zuber, Principal Investigator for GRAIL from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. But also we're trying to understand how the moon is an example of how terrestrial planets in general have formed. NASA says its mission is the first time students have a dedicated camera on board a planetary spacecraft. Teachers will be able to register their classes and allow their students to explore specific regions of the moon in detail through pictures taken by the spacecraft digital video imaging system called MoonCam will offer middle school students the opportunity to request photography for lunar targets for the classroom study. Sally Ride, the first American woman to fly in space, heads the project. And that was just a bit of recap of what was mattering in the news to me lately. Um, I'd like some feedback on how you guys like these news briefs, and if they're good, it's um, a good way to get information out there, and I'd be happy to put it out there. 
Thank you. That's all for today on the Eggman Podcast. See you next time.